The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to In the Psychologist's Chair with host Dr. Raymond Hamden. Our program will feature an application update in the psychology of everyday life. Now, here is your host, Dr. Raymond Hamden. I'm Dr. Raymond Hamden, and you are in the psychologist's chair. Today, a dysfunctional nation and its people becoming functional is our topic. There are four realities that are present in a stressed-out and very injurious nation. People don't know who they are, and they have a false picture as to who they are. They don't sustain their relationships through deep friendships. Defenses are used repeatedly, and contentment skills are minimal. Contentment skills are those abilities to sustain long-term relationships, intra-community and inter-community. When a nation is in pain and stress, psychological defenses will arise. Psychological defenses have two purposes, to give pleasure and to avoid pain. In political psychology, professionals want to walk through pain so that citizens can discover a true positive identity. Sometimes leadership comfort can go deeper than the pain. The principles of an unhealthy nation, trust is at a low level of suspicion. Belonging is blind loyalty. Joy is having a life preoccupied with activity. Peace is the absence of emotion. It is your leader's job to make happiness in the in-group. It is the other people's fault. If they change, we will be happy. Don't know what others feel. Become emotional or cold or callous. Ignore difference of opinions. Talk about the person, not dialogue. Bring up past failures to help the other person understand how wrong they are. Confront. Don't negotiate. Use addictions to lessen the pain. These principles are not painted on the wall but they are the implicit assumptions that govern relationships between people of a nation. As these assumptions work themselves out, the relationships become more and more strained. Due to the pain and stress, often as not, addictive behavior will rise to kill the pain. The nation cannot endure the pain. That is an unhealthy nation. Now let's look at the roles that citizens of a dysfunctional government and nation will behave for coping. The lost citizen, the phantom, the adjuster citizen, 
the responsible citizen, the nation champion, the good citizen, the radical, the problem citizen, the acting out citizen, the national jerk, the scapegoat, the liberator, the conciliator, the homily, the concierge, the jester, the restorer, the intimidator, and the last hope. When we look at these dysfunctional roles, some would say that they're the cause of a dysfunctional nations, but others believe that they're the reaction of a dysfunctional government. People will seek positive aspects in these roles to understand them better and justify their existence. The plea for contentment and friendliness is also sought by normal people, as is the healthy nation relations. That includes a positive identity, deep friendliness, and contentment skills. Let's look at the defenses that exist for the purpose of today's program. We're going to focus on one, relational isolation. If friendships develop among the citizens, it is in the years of youth and adulthood. The defense of social isolation did two things. First, it decreased the pain, and second, it gave some pleasure in that they found ways to be preoccupied. They did not realize the deep loneliness present in the nation, nor did they recognize the losses of positive worth. They lacked the opportunity to develop contentment skills and to discover the pleasures of affection, nor did they receive the greatest gift of all, a positive picture of themselves and their respective communities, which was supposed to have been given by their leadership and government at large. Other defenses are used in the dysfunctional or stressed-out nation. The citizens learn to use evasion and develop a facade. Practiced amicability is one way to describe this. On the surface, a friendly smile is present, while underneath, there is non-entity. Emotions are not being experienced from years of repression. Often, this is very confusing for a person from a healthy community who engages someone from a stressful community background. Initially, the person will practice amicability and may seem quite charming. After interaction, when the healthy citizen seeks trust and respect, he or she is in for quite a surprise. The closer the attempt, the more anxious the other becomes. Some will use the self-indulgent activities as a defense for anxiety over intimacy. Anxiety may be due to the lack of commitment and contentment skills. The activity gets one out of the perceived vulnerable situations, preoccupation to avoid the issues, and most important of all, insecure citizen does not have to deal with the challenges of feared relationships. When this phenomena is unresolved, then eventually there will be separation and misperceptions of dubious intentions from the other.
Some defenses are social addictions in nature. In-group concept can be a means to eliminate the pain of cross-community fears. At the same time, these supply a false sense of pleasure. What they really do is deaden the pain of the lack of a natural protection and give perceived pleasure of security within the smaller community. When one deals with the issue of in-group psychology, one has to go beyond the surface problem. The real issue is the pain and anxiety of national security. Often pain is deeply present because of the person's family and community background. Therefore, the government and leadership that can reduce the fears also ease the need for small community security sometimes disappears. Researchers have found that some people are social addiction resistant. As they researched the citizens, a common factor was found. Many of them came from content nations, and they had deep sense of feeling worthwhile. They have positive identity. The persons who succumbed to social addiction systems were different. Often, they came from stressful communities and nations, lacking a positive identity, and any identity at all, their resistance was low. The observers of troubled citizens and their leaders said that inevitably the person of troubled areas seldom seemed to smile. They carried a mental scorecard to keep track of their citizens' failures. They were also critical of their citizens. Unfortunately, even religion can be used as a defense. On one hand, it provides a means of getting out of the community and preoccupying oneself. On the other hand, religious experience can be used to induce pleasure in order to escape pain. Religion, however, was not a means to be used in that fashion. In political psychology, professionals want to walk through pain so that citizens can discover a true positive identity. We'll be back in just a moment to discuss a dysfunctional nation and its people becoming functional. I'm Dr. Raymond Hamden, and you are in the psychologist's chair. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Ever dreamed of seeing yourself or your child in a modeling ad, TV commercial, feature film, or a TV show? Do you think that you can't work as an actor or model because you are too old, not tall enough, or simply have no idea how to get started? Well, now you can learn the best way to get started and give yourself your best chance to succeed, no matter where you live. Tune in to Model Talk Radio, presented by ModelScouts.com. Each week, host Aaron Marcus, America's premier acting and modeling coach, will take you behind the scenes of the modeling and acting world. Join us Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Do you know what a brat is? No, we're not talking about that kind of brat. Brat stands for British Regimental Attached Traveler. It was adopted by American culture after World War II when American military began long-term assignments at U.S. military installations worldwide. Learn about the brat culture, the lost tribe, by tuning in to BratCon Radio with host Dennis Campbell and associate producer and co-host Jerry Glass. There are almost 8 million living brats. Hear from them and from guests who studied or examined them. Tune in Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to in the psychologist chair with dr raymond hamden we'd love to hear from you via email at info at in the psychologist chair dot info that email address again is info at in the psychologist chair dot info now back to dr raymond hamden i'm dr raymond hamden and you are in the psychologist chair today a dysfunctional nation and its people becoming functional A person's identity is negatively affected. It is negatively affected in two ways. A person may first not have a clear nor positive picture of who he or she is in that nation. And in a chaotic nation, neither accurate nor appreciative insights are shared. That being the case, the individual is the very best will not have a clear sense of citizenship. At worst, they will have a deeply negative, instinctive view of who they are. People of a dysfunctional government suffer the fear of rejection, abandonment, and neglect. With a central symbol of a protective and nourishing government and leadership, the citizens experience will be a sense of belonging and commitment to the community and nation. So when the government provides and protects, and when that government also nourishes and bonds together its citizens, then you can have a dysfunctional nation to go away and a functional nation to begin. The people of such a dysfunctional nation will have different roles, as mentioned before, the lost citizen, the phantom, the adjuster citizen, the responsible citizen, the nation champion, the good citizen, the radical, the problem citizen, the acting out citizen, the national jerk, the scapegoat, the liberator, the conciliator, the amelie, the concierge, the gesture, the restorer, the intimidator, and the last hope. Now remember, a dysfunctional nation system is a nation in which one or both of the primary groups here 
are unable to fulfill their nation's responsibility or one in which physical, emotional, or even sexual abuse is experienced. Poor or non-existing governing skills constitutes a common prototype of a dysfunctional relationship. Nation heads are under-functioning and provide few boundaries or little guidance for their citizens who are left to fend for themselves. Others are inconsistent in their communications, just like a parent with a mental illness, poverty, or violent and abuse. Many often violate basic boundaries of appropriate behavior. The results are that the nation members, especially the children, will have profound difficulties both with their own conduct and their ability to deal with others' social difficulties and problems. Frequently, a dysfunctional nation stems from subordination or other dependencies, generational or not. The problems created tend to be chronic, and even if abuse of economics or delusions, infatuation ends, the nation system that is created will be continued in the citizens of generations to come. The damage is done to the inner nation state. It has profoundly devastating effects. In the dysfunctional nation and its citizens, with their inconsistent and unpredictable government being unprotected, neglected, and rejected to the religion or political differences, negative, destructive citizens interact with negative results. Within the nation, citizens develop or assume roles. These are personality traits and behaviors. These roles are established in citizens as a defensive means of assuring that the nation's system survives as a dependency, codependency, and dysfunctional accelerator. These roles may save the nation's systems, but are detrimental to the individual's emotional, social, and psychological health. The role each national member plays is a defense. It covers true feelings and makes communications difficult. In a dysfunctional national system, roles limit psychosocial development because individually is discovered and in-group role behavioralism is rewarded instead. So you have the discouragement of the individual and the encouragement of in-group behavior. What you are becomes more important than who you are. This totally diminishes self-worth, such as self-esteem. Each nation member's personality is shaped by a dictation of the in-group system and not through the individual's own needs, feelings, temperament, and choices. Dysfunctional nation members perceive of themselves, their nation, and their world which is colored by the role the nation system has bestowed upon them. The roles, the effects of dysfunction and dysfunctional citizens, are devastating to the citizens directly and indirectly. They are all affected. These effects will last throughout their lives. Some can be minimized, 
and will not necessarily have major negative residual effects. Unfortunately, this is not so far the case for the lost citizen role. The citizens in a dysfunctional nation adapt these roles as a means of coping with day-to-day chaos of national life. If you grow up in a dysfunctional nation community, you most likely adapt one or more of the roles below. Normal survival responses that become personality traits. Each role is a recognizable separate item or behavior pattern. The adult citizens will find it hard to act outside of the in-group roles they have adopted for hidden inside. The citizen feels shame and guilt in crisis, and they often avoid expressing any emotions. The nation roles in dysfunctional citizens are not chosen but adopted by citizens of dysfunctional states as a means of survival. This is particularly evident during times of stress and crisis. In the taking of a role, it is an unconscious act. It is not deliberate. These roles are played right through adulthood. They are part of our learning processes. They are products of the environment, that is the family, community, and culture. Now we have the champion citizens who give the nation self-worth because they look good on the outside. They are the good students, the sports stars, the productive people of the community. The government looks to its citizens to prove that they are good leaders and good people. As an adult, the good citizen, or nation champion, is rigid, controlling, and extremely judgmental, although perhaps very subtle about it. Of others and secretly of themselves. They achieve success on the outside and get lots of positive attention, but are cut off from their inner emotional life and from their true self. They are compulsive and driven as adults because deep inside they feel inadequate and insecure, a form of overcompensation. The nation champion because of their success in conforming to dysfunctional cultural definitions of what constitutes doing life right, is often the citizen in the nation who, as an adult, has the hardest time even admitting that there is anything within them that needs to be healed. They are emotionally stunned. The citizen is often a workaholic, who can identify others' needs and meet them, but is without an understanding of their own needs. They are often the citizen who uses their success to find a sense of belonging. The one who shows the nation is all right, but who is unable to feel the benefit of his or her achievements. They feel like frauds and are subject to depressions, which they hide from those around them. In a good situation, we'll see that in group situations, the good citizen takes on too much responsibility, disallowing the empowerment of others. They run things, but without much joy or satisfaction. The good citizen can get self righteous and persecutory if they are feeling unappreciated. Now, for more fun, let's look at the radical the problem citizen, 
the acting out citizen, and the national jerk. This citizen is in action at the slightest provocation, whether as a champion action to provide abuse to someone else or to protect themselves with wildness. This is a citizen who is most visible to the outside world. I'm Dr. Raymond Hamden. We're talking about the dysfunctional nation and its people becoming functional in the psychologist's chair. Which guests are being featured this week? Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Listen to the women's side of the fitness industry on Fitness RX Radio with Adela Garcia and Sonia Gonzalez. If you're looking to stay healthy and look great or are getting ready to compete athletically, this is the show for you. We'll look at competitions from the inside out, bring you fitness tips, nutrition to keep you on top of your game, and so much more. We want to hear from you, too, and we'll take your questions by phone or email. Tune in to Fitness RX Radio, airing every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific time on the voice america variety channel look and feel your best follow the voice america talk radio network on twitter we're at voice america trn you'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and general happenings that you should know about at the voice america talk radio network now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office just go to twitter.com forward slash voice america trn or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to in the psychologist chair with dr raymond hamden we'd love to hear from you via email at info at in the psychologist chair dot info that email address again is info at in the psychologist chair dot info now back to dr raymond hamden as we were discussing in the psychologist chair a dysfunctional nation we just got started with the radical the problem citizen, the acting out citizen, and the national jerk. Now, these citizens are often involved in unacceptable behavior, such as fighting, stealing, acting out, and they may 
adopt political addiction or other compulsive behavior early in defiance of the national system. They get their attention in negative ways. Frequently, these citizens understand what is going on in their nation better than others do. They tend to go and be strong leaders and create individuals, or they become creative individuals. However, they may have poor social skills and have difficulties dealing with authority. This citizen is the circuit breaker for the wiring of the nation dynamics. Those national dynamics can be rewired because of this kind of a citizen. The problem citizen does poorly in school and society, gets into trouble, or otherwise causes problems that can take focus away from the national problems. The citizen does not do this consciously, but is driven by their own intolerable sensibility and sensitivity. In-group situations with the problem citizen role may dance among a few people. They are often in crisis, which distracts the in-group from moving forward. Yet, there are more permissions to live in the group than there are in the nation, and the problem citizen will do just that. The group may then find the problems suddenly pop up in other members. If the problem citizen doesn't leave, they may serve another function in the system, the scapegoat. So then we see that the scapegoat is a citizen that the nation feels ashamed of, but the most emotionally honored citizen in the nation, perhaps. He or she acts out the tension and anger the nation ignores. The citizen provides distraction from the real issues in the community and nation. The scapegoat usually has trouble in society because they get attention the only way they know how, which is negative. They often become antisocial and captivated by their own thoughts and perceptions of the world around them as a way of expressing their anger at the community. These citizens are usually the most sensitive and caring, which is why they feel such tremendous hurt. They are romantics who become very critical and cynical and distrustful. They have a lot of self-hatred and can be very self-destructive. This often results in a citizen becoming the first person in the nation to find some kind of resolution. The scapegoat takes the blame and shame for the actions of other nation members by being the most visibly dysfunctional. This citizen serves the nation by being radical or even crazy to allow the other members of the nation to ignore their own dysfunction. This is also the citizen who holds the nation together. The nation rallies to help the nation jerk. They learn to remain dysfunctional to continue receiving the little attention available in a dysfunctional in-group by making the nation okay and by being the focus of all that is not okay, which most members of the nation vaguely sense. These people are identified as the nation problem. 
They function as a sort of pressure valve. When tension builds in the country, the scapegoat is misbehaved as a way of relieving pressure while allowing the nation to avoid dealing with the socially dangerous problem. Scapegoats tend to be unaware of feelings other than anger. The scapegoat is one who gets the blame for the dysfunctional nation. Due to the problem they cause, we don't get anything done, is said. The nation itself is rarely able to perceive that their whole way of functioning is ailing and instead puts all their anger into scapegoating, which increases the problem. The scapegoat may be the newest member of the group, the group leader, the editor of the newspaper, one of those who generally has the most problems with the group process. Like the problem citizen, they may choose to leave, but another person will quickly become the scapegoat in their absence. So that moves us into the liberator, conciliator, amole, concierge, jester, and the restorer. These citizens take responsibility for the emotional well-being of the nation and work at minimizing the negative feelings experienced by other nation members. They become the country's social director, gesture or both. Diverting the nation's attention from the pain and anger, in this manner, they rescue the nation and its people. This citizen becomes valued for their kind heart, generosity, and ability to listen to others. Their whole self-definition is centered on others. They have difficulty focusing on themselves, and therefore, they don't know how to get their own needs met. They are warm, empathetic, and sensitive individuals, but they tend to put up with inappropriate behavior from other people. Now let's look at the conciliator. This citizen learns early to smooth over potentially upsetting situations in the nation. They seem to have an uncanny ability to sense that others are feeling at the expense of their own feelings. They tend to take total responsibility for the emotional care of the nation. Because of their experience in this role, they often choose to help others. They can enforce and reinforce their tendency to ignore their own needs. They can't receive love, only give it. Often, they have missions rather than friendships. They tend to get involved in abusive scenarios in an attempt to save the people. Their political role is through the helping organizations, the political ministries for service providing. They have very low self-worth and feel a lot of guilt that they work very hard to overcome by being really nice. And these very nice people tend to be people-pleasing, classically interreliant. The intimidator, no, is the citizen who usually is the victim of social and emotional abuse, who successfully makes the mental transition to stop being the victim by victimizing others. 
often the intimidator, is genuinely remorseful for the pain and suffering caused to others, but will continue inflicting that abuse rather than facing his or her own pain. Finally, the last hope. Similar to the lost citizen, the last hope is the concierge of the nation. When all other members have become unable to continue their roles, often the lost citizen is raised on comments like, you'll never hurt me like so-and-so. These citizens may work themselves to death trying to do what's right for the in-group. And adopted groups, no matter what the expense to their own life. When we look at the summary of these roles, each of the citizen types is social and political needs for healing, and each type can recover if they are willing to take the risk in believing they can change and heal. Because of personalities of the nation are mangled, the character traits of the citizens can be equally blurred. The citizen may have several of the above features at one time or may play a different role within the nation at different ages and depending on who they are responding to. The patterns that occur are as many and varied as the people themselves. The mistake comes from focusing too much on the individual's role and failing to see the dynamics of the system as a whole. Most people who note the plight of the poor scapegoat or the burden of the restorer but tend to focus on the individual through the lens of their own roles instead of learning to think as a system. In a nation or group system, everything affects everything else, scapegoat or gesture, leader or phantom. The whole system is affected by each action and presence or absence. Those who obviously have power are no more important than those who appear to have less power, and all have equal ability to topple the system. The liberator is often, but not always, a younger citizen who uses humor or other distracting behaviors, such as being exceptionally clumsy or always in trouble, to take the focus of the nation away from the problems of the nation dysfunctionalities. If the government is violently influenced by political motives, the amelie may attempt to abuse to save the rest of the country or may be able to use humor at a necessary moment to take everyone's mind off the pain of the reality. The liberator, nation's champion, good citizens, the restorer, the liberator, the gesture, all have a significant role to play as well. Whether destructive or not, that's the dynamics in the dysfunctional nation and its people. We'll be back with the positive aspects in just a moment. I'm Dr. Raymond Hamden, and you are in the psychologist's chair.
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Think you know everything there is to know about running a successful business? Think again. Break it down. The truth is, you may only know the half of it. Don't worry, you are far from being alone. Many people think they can go with the half they do know, and the other half will just come naturally. When you are your own boss, on-the-job training comes at a price. Tune in to The Other Half of Business with hosts Davita Lewis and Adam Lyons, airing live every Saturday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. And find out how to get ahead with the other half of your business. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Voice America Variety Channel presents a program like no other for those in the field and interested in the field of security and training. On America's front lines of crime and war with Victory Defense Consulting, hosted by J.J. Sutton. Here, listeners are learning about tactical skills and practices that support efficient, smarter, and more enduring skills. You will receive the most up-to-date information about the security and training industry with detailed discussions and select special guests each week. Tune in to On America's Front Lines of Crime and War, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to In the Psychologist Chair with Dr. Raymond Hamden. We'd love to hear from you via email at info at inthepsychologistchair.info. That email address again is info at inthepsychologistchair.info. Now, back to Dr. Raymond Hamden. I'm Dr. Raymond Hamden, and you're in the psychologist chair talking a dysfunctional nation and its people becoming functional. The positive aspects are important to note that people adopt to the roles that are best suited to the personalities. What happens with the roles of adopting to a nation and its dynamics can be quite twisted, jaundiced, and distorted view of who the persons actually are as a result of the citizen's personality blending with the roles. In a dysfunctional state, it disables people from seeing themselves clearly. It is important to remember that the false self that develops to survive is never totally false. There's always some truth in it. Healing is about getting honest with the self and finding balance in life. Healing is about seeing self more clearly and honestly. To start being true to self instead of to whom or what government wants citizens to be. Reacting to the other extreme with radical behavior 
against who government or leaders want citizens to be, is still living life in reaction to inferiority and submission. It is still giving power to how life is lived in the past instead of seeing clearly so that the nation and its people can own their choices today and in the future. So the healthy nation, then, has three common characteristics. Three characteristics describes the atmosphere as well as what goes on in a vigorous nation. In one sense, these things describe in broadest possible terms how nation members feel and how they treat each other. The characteristics present in happy and healthy nations are positive identities, deep friendliness, and contentment skills. When we look at positive identity, we see all of us carrying around in our hearts an instinctive picture of ourselves. The picture we have of ourselves develops while we are growing up. Thus, it is very difficult to change in adulthood. The effect of this instinctive picture is immense. In our growing up years, we related to the family members and community. Continuously, parents and siblings described how they saw us and what they saw inside of us. Their perspective and opinions enveloped us. As they related to us, they created a picture of ourselves. And the picture can be a positive legacy or, sadly, a negative nuisance. Having worked in many communities of various ethnic diversity, cultural differences can be marked in this global world. Citizens are treated differently due to gender distinctions. In a healthy home and nation, a positive and equal affection is extended towards all members of the family and citizens. Another instinctive pattern noted in the government is the regard shown between nation members. Not only does a citizen learn about himself or herself, the citizen also learns instinctively what the relationship between the genders are, what the relationship between the sects, and what is the relationship between the leaders and the citizens. The greatest gift a leader can give to the citizens is a demonstrative respect equal to all its members. When we also look at the deep friendliness, citizens are interesting to observe. When a leader turns to citizens in attentive friendship, they can also see a citizen with instinctive delight. Friendship creates a powerful and positive current in then that nation's life. A good country is a pleasurable place. If strong bond of friendships exists, the process of confronting and modifying behavior and attitudes of citizens is much easier. When a citizen feels nourished, the standards are more easily enforced. Leaders, in particular, can invest their own hearts in their citizens and not continually provoke anger. Governments must nourish citizens with kindness and process the citizen guidance and confrontation and harmony 
within that nation. Friendliness turns a country into a nation. It is the cornerstone that holds a community together. Let's look at now contentment skills. These are the abilities of healthy and happy citizens to use sustained solidarity. Such examples are skills that are multiple. Learning to trust is a skill created in a loyalty and friendly environment. Trust creates friendship and sustains devotion to belongingness. Due to a rising trend of devastation and diversion by governments and leaders, many citizens have lost that ability to maintain emotional stability and secure a citizen's identity and independence. Other contentment skills are conflict resolution skills. If a citizen can't resolve differences, they will separate emotions and even geographically be separated. That is one of the fundamental skills of national identity, along with the capacity to live together or to hold dialogue. Holding a conversation might seem like a simple skill, but people confuse the problem-solving necessities. Conversation takes place when citizens share their lives. In conversation, sharing the most content moments as well as the saddest moments and disclosing ways to not repeat the hurts and destructive actions once taken. The dialogue needs to be between citizens each day, not just almost reality TV politics. So we have the plea for contentment and friendliness, and we find that people who grow up in dysfunctional countries remember spontaneous expressions of protection and nourishment. How often were you embraced with nationalism. How easy is it for you to embrace another person from your country but of a different or differing in-group? Sadly, for the adult citizens of a dysfunctional nation, the answer is usually not very often or not very easily. For many people, belonging is innate but nurtured, a tool that can be learned. In many ways, we find that effective communications, we find that people who grow up in a nation where they can understand each other better will reach and foster cooperation. I'm Dr. Raymond Hamden. You're in the psychologist chair. And today we discussed becoming functional when the past was dysfunctional in a nation. Thank you again for joining us this week for In the Psychologist's Chair. Please join Dr. Raymond Hamden for another edition next Tuesday at 9 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we speak again, hope you enjoy your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.